As a citizen of heaven, God expresses himself through you. That is what he desires and that is his will. The one who lives in you wants today, tomorrow and every day to express himself through you. Paul, with this revelation, said in Galatians 2.20 that the life that I now live, it is not I. It is not I. But I live by faith through the Son of the living God. He's talking about faith in the Son of God. Faith in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Faith is the key for our life. That is how Paul lived. And we know the impact of his life from generation to generation, from city to city. Paul opened up for God to express himself through him. I pray and I thank you, Father, by your grace, you've made us your children. We are your family on earth. And we are citizens of the kingdom. And we are grateful that through us, you are expressing heaven on earth. At the workplaces, you are expressing heaven on earth. In the marketplaces, you are expressing heaven on earth. In the marriages, in the home, by parenting, by being a husband, by being a wife, you are expressing heaven heaven on earth, in the financial systems, in the world economy, because you are above all systems. And in your kingdom, and in the economy of the kingdom, mm, the principle of faith is the key to receive the provision of grace. And we are grateful to be your children today, to be alive today, to receive by faith what grace has provided because your mercies are renewed every morning. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. The life that we live by faith advises us, Peter, when we add certain things to our faith, we will not be unfruitful. So, as a citizen of heaven, as part of the very family of God, decide that my life will not be unfruitful. Speak it. My life will not be unfruitful. As I add these things to my faith, my life will not be unfruitful. We've read from 2 Peter chapter number 1, verse number 6, that we should add to knowledge, self-control. And all these things are what we are adding to faith. We add to faith virtue, to virtue, knowledge, and to knowledge, self-control. We've done two encouraging thoughts. On self-control and today we want to pick it up from there self-control is talking about the ability to withhold a reaction or an action 
It's talking about being in charge of your emotions, your thoughts, words, and actions. Hallelujah. And we establish that it is an aspect of the fruit of the Spirit. Self-control brings us to the place where we overcome fear. And fear does not control our lives no more. In 1 Corinthians chapter number 9, verse 25 through to 27, we read the following. Thank you, Jesus. Every athlete, we're talking about athlete here, exercises self-control in all things. Paul says every athlete does it. Not some, not many of them, every one of them exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wrath. But we are imperishable. So I do not run aimlessly, said Paul. I do not box as one beating the air. But I discipline my body and keep it under control. Least after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. Paul is a Christian. He believes in Christ. He had a wonderful encounter with Jesus on the way to Damascus. And through this encounter, he now turned to give all his life to the Lord Jesus. He had a complete turnaround. And he's preaching the grace because gave him the revelation of grace for the Gentiles. And, and, and planting churches and ministering to others. And Paul is advising us and speaking to the church in Corinthians. That it's not just about yeah, operating in the gift of the Spirit and all of these other things. But it's also about the fruit of the Spirit. It's about self-control. You can call it self-discipline. You can call it making sure that you are in charge of your thoughts, your emotions, hallelujah, by the one who lives in you, that by the Holy Spirit that indwells you, mm, you, you become empowered not to let your thoughts and your emotions drive you into actions and into inactions that does not contribute to the fruitfulness in the good works that God has prepared for you to walk in. So you make the decision that as a child of God, as a citizen of heaven, your life is like the one of an athlete. You need to commit to discipline, to self-control. Hallelujah. To allowing the Holy Spirit that indwells you to bear this fruit through you. Allowing the Holy Spirit that indwells you to give you thought and idea what is to be done and what is not to be done. I'm not talking of the outward actions that you try to do in order to please men. I'm talking of the inward control by the Holy Spirit in your life. Now, when you begin to listen and you begin to tune in to the Holy Spirit, that he can guide you like an athlete, what 
to eat, when to eat, where to go, what not to go, that you develop an intimacy with the Holy Spirit. Why? Because it is the fruit of the Spirit. Hallelujah. So the more you relate with him, the more you pay attention to what the Holy Spirit inwardly in you is saying, the better it becomes with living and bearing this fruit like an athlete. And we see here that when you do, there is a reward. There is a reward for self-control. And that is a point you need to also understand. When you allow the Holy Spirit to bear the fruit of self-control in you, there is a crown, there is a prize, there is an honor. And Paul said, if I do not do that, I will preach the gospel, but I will be disqualified myself. He's born again. So he's not talking about maybe not making it to heaven. Hallelujah. It is possible if you completely become apostate, but in Paul's situation, that is not what we're talking about or dealing with. He's accepted Christ. He's out there living for him, but he could be cast away. He could lose the crown. He could lose the ultimate reward for all that he has done. And scripture tells us that our works will be tested by fire. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 11. So our works will pass through fire. So think about it. And at the end of the day, hmm, it could happen that you've worked, but you get no reward for your works. You worked, but you get no reward for your works. Think about it. So read it from 1 Corinthians chapter number um, 3 from the verses number 11 through to the verse number 15. Hallelujah. Think about it. So you could be saved and still all the work and everything you'll be involved in, it will not be good works in the eyes of God. It will not be fruitful works in the eyes of God. So you've worked. So you've done things. You've served people. You've loved people. You've been philanthropic. You could discipline yourself to give money to support things and do things. But do it by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Do it. Not to please men. Do it to honor him. It's very important that we begin to understand how self-control affects this thing because people say, I've been giving, I've been paying tight. I've been... What is your attitude when you are giving all this? What inspires you? Are you a cheerful giver? Hallelujah. Are you doing it as you've decided in your heart or like somebody is forcing and manipulating you so you do it and later you sit there and it's like God is being forced to deliver something. No. Are you doing it because of love? The love between you and him. Self-control is a product of the spirit. And have the mindset of an athlete. That there is the place for self-discipline. There is the place to make the decision what to do with your body. And what not to do with your body very important because this body is the temple of the holy spirit so make a good decision how you're going to live and how you are not not going to live hallelujah god willing tomorrow i'll talk about something but today let me read a second verse with you bible is talking about second timothy chapter number three from the verse number one, it talks about the last days. Listen, it says, But understand this, that in the last days, there will come times of difficulty. 
times of difficulty. For people will be lovers of selves. He's telling us the signs of these times of difficulty. People will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parent, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous. And look at it. I'm in the verse 3 now. I say, without self-control, brutal, not loving good. And then he goes on and on and on. And then it comes to the verse 5, the last part. He says, having the appearance of godliness, but denying its power. Avoid such people. So God said, it will come. Not it may come. He said, it will come. Why will it come? Because there will be difficult times. We are living in days and seasons where we hear and see and feel difficulties all around us. But in these times, is the times that we yield to the Holy Spirit more and he will help us to manifest the fruit of the Spirit. And an aspect of it is self-control, self-discipline, being able to keep our emotions, our thoughts, our words, and, and, and our whatever's under check. Hallelujah. Our actions under the check of the Spirit, being guided by the Word of God. And I pray for you. That you will not be disqualified. You will not lose the reward because you lacked self-control. It's one of the signs of the end time. That people will lack it. People will live without it. People will just do whatever they want. Even as Christians, they will have a form of godliness. But they will not see the power of God. And I pray that that will not be you. May it be said of you in this year, today, and every day in this year, that you are manifesting the power of God. You don't just have a form of godliness, but you have godliness. Hallelujah. That manifests in the power of God that to work in your life, through your life, to be a blessing to generations yet unborn. I want you to say this with me. That thank you, Father. That I'm equipped to be your blessing in manifestation from today onwards. Hallelujah. Say it again. Thank you, Father, that I am blessed to be the manifestation of your blessing from today onwards. Hallelujah. And I walk in self-control. I do not lose the crown, the blessing, the rewards that you prepared for me because of lack of self-control. Mm. I do not lose the manifestation of the power of God in my life because of lack of self-control. Father, I thank you that you help me to yield to the Holy Spirit. You help me to commit to the Holy Spirit and to see the fruit of the Spirit in its fullest expression. And when self-control is needed, I manifest it. I manifest it, Lord, that my God, I see your glory and your praise in its fullest expression. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.